The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined as always by my co-host, Aaron Murray. And a happy Thanksgiving to all of our Punt and Pass listeners. And a happy Thanksgiving to you from Prize Picks. That's right. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by our friends at Prize Picks, and they still have that awesome offer for all of our Punt and Pass listeners. Look, this is simply an offer you don't want to miss. They are literally giving you free money. All you have to do is download the Prize Picks app or go to myprizepicks.com and sign up with the promo code PNP. Boom, you will receive a free $25 to play on the house to get active. On prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy simplified. You're at Thanksgiving dinner. You're at Thanksgiving lunch. Tonight, the Falcons play the Saints. Get away from your family. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code PNP. And all you have to do is pick two players and project if they will go over or under their projected fantasy point totals. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. What a perfect game for you to flip 25 bucks into $50 or more. Download the app. Use the promo code PNP. You will receive a free $25 to play with on prize picks. All you have to do is be in a valid state. Use the promo code PNP. Prize picks is daily fantasy simplified. I love it. Look, if you have a pick or if you have a lean on somebody, tweet me. Tweet us. At Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram, at Drew Butler13. Aaron is at Aaron Murray11. And they are at Prize Picks. They have a couple of great social media channels on Twitter and Instagram. So, Prize Picks, download the app, promo code PNP. And most importantly, happy Thanksgiving, Aaron Murray. You are headed west to cover Coach Bobo and the Colorado State Rams against the Boise State Broncos, who are looking to maybe get into a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game. It's the Friday afternoon, so if you need some football on Friday to watch, there's a ton of good games, but Boise State's a really good football yeah, team. Yeah, they are. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. And and you said, I mean, there's a lot of great games without outside the Power 5 Conference. Obviously, we got on Friday also Cincinnati versus Memphis. That's a huge game, 19 versus 18. I think we might dive into that a little bit. But Boise State's number 20. So for the group of five teams that want to get, like you talked about, Drew, that want to get to that New Year, New Year Six Bowl – First off, you got to win your conference. That's the number one thing. And then second, you got to be the highest ranked group of five teams. So 
for all these guys right now, the goal is first get to our conference championship game. Boise State's in. Cincinnati and Memphis, a lot's going to be determined this weekend in this ballgame. And then take care of business within your conference championship to make it to the New Year's Six Bowl. But there are so many good teams. I know yeah. I harp about the AAC all the time. But the group of five is pretty darn good. And it's always funny when I talk to these coaches and I ask them, hey, what's your feeling about the power five versus the group of five? Do you guys feel slighted that you can't get to the playoffs, that you guys can't go to maybe necessarily the, the best bowl games? And in all of them, it's literally – I think they have the same response. I think there's an email sent to every group of five coach and say, just say this. It's Aaron. There's about seven power schools in the country, and then yeah. there's everyone else. <laughs> It's That's true. a really I mean, good point. There's seven or eight power teams. Yes, and then everyone else is like on a on a, a, a just a line of okay, maybe you're here, maybe you're there, maybe you're there. But any given day, you know, things can get competitive. So I I I tend to agree with them when you look at the season right now because you look at a team like Cincinnati, Memphis, Boise State every year. Shoot, App State's on a bad team. These teams can go and beat a good majority of teams in the ACC. They can go and compete with teams yeah, in the I Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, ACC, of course. So it, it's it's a true statement. Yeah, no, that certainly is a true statement. You got a great game this weekend, like you said, three thirty p.m. CBS Sports Network, Friday afternoon. It's in Fort Collins, snowing, and it says snowing. it's going to be thirty-five degrees and snowing. So have fun, Aaron. Murray, you bring up a great point, though. There are legitimately, at the start of every season, season seven to eight teams that are going to compete for a national championship. And I will admit right now, we're taping this podcast. It's Tuesday evening. The fourth set of college football playoff rankings have yet to come out. But look, it's Thanksgiving week. Aaron's going to travel tomorrow. We got to help out the listeners and get a podcast out. I don't think there's going to be any change at the top of the college football playoff rankings. Aaron, if the committee wants to continue to draw up and contrive drama, what they will do tonight is put Ohio State at number one. I just simply don't think they can do that based on LSU's body of work. But guess what? My man Rob Mullins, if it happens, is going to get up on the camera after Ohio State is number one and say, well, Ohio State's the more complete football team, and the committee had a discussion, and their defense looks really good, and LSU's defense does not look that good, and LSU has a great opportunity in a couple of weeks to beat another top-four team in Georgia during the SEC championship. I think that might happen tonight because I don't know if for three weeks in a row they will want these same four teams to be at the top of the rankings. We talked last night, though, Aaron, and you said that one of the most important things if you're a top-four team being in the playoff will be to avoid the Clemson Tigers. You do not want to play Clemson in that first round. You know what what Ohio State needs right now, too, I think, if they want the number one spot because – you said right now I would still keep LSU at that number one spot. Just kind of Ohio State had the opportunity versus Penn State. They won. Yes, they they looked really dominant, but still I don't think it was as uh, as sexy as it needed to be for them to move up to number one just yet. They get their chance versus Michigan this weekend. They take care of business. That helps. But I also think um, that if you're an Ohio State fan and you really want them to get to number one in the country, you're cheering hard for Minnesota this weekend. I think Min- yeah. I think beating I think beating Minnesota in the Big Ten championship, a one loss team um, that lost a tight game this season, that's a better win than, than beating a Wisconsin team that has two losses. For sure. Because then you go to SEC championship or you go to the championship weekend, it's it's LSU versus Georgia. So then all of a sudden LSU can once again say, Listen, we just beat another top five team, another top ten team to put onto our resume 
oh, what did what did Ohio State do? Oh, they beat they beat um, Wisconsin, a two loss football team. So what what looks better? Once again, I think LSU then could possibly at that point keep the number one spot. So Ohio State, like I said, I think they're rooting for Minnesota to take care of business at home this weekend versus Wisconsin in order to make that win. If they do win against Minnesota, look a little bit better in their championship game. Yeah, you're starting to see, too, some sports books online. They're floating what possible betting lines and gambling lines would be for potential playoff matchups. And they said if LSU were to play Georgia in the playoffs, Aaron, so assuming Georgia beat LSU in the SEC championship, LSU would be a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Georgia in the playoff. Ohio State would be an eight-point favorite over Georgia in the playoff. And then the LSU-Ohio State-Clemson, really three, four-point spreads. I think this could be the first time, and John Kincaid on 6-8 of the Fan brought a great point up today when I was in the car listening. This could be the first time in the playoff history, five years, right, depending on who the four-seed is, that both semifinal games could actually be good. In the history of the college football playoff, there's really only been two good games, semifinal matchups. Two. That's it. I think Georgia fans are a little bit jaded by it because Georgia was part of really one of the best games in college football history, their miraculous comeback against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. That same year, Alabama beat Clemson 24-6. to Last year, Clemson beat Notre Dame 30-3. to Alabama got up so big on Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, they ended up winning 45 to 34. In 2016, Clemson beat Ohio State 31 nothing. In the Peach Bowl, Alabama beat Washington 24 to 7. Two years, I mean, before that, 2015, the Cotton Bowl, Alabama beat Michigan State 38 to nothing. Right? I mean, these games haven't been competitive. I think no. this might be one of the first years, and John Kincaid, credit to him for bringing this up, that you could have four teams that are pretty evenly matched to make for Maybe. drama. I, I, I still am not sure if I, I'm just yet a believer if Utah, if Utah does get yeah. that spot. Yeah, that's and nice. honestly, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think if Alabama gets in there, number four, I think Alabama gets blown out. Really? I do. I think Alabama gets blown out. If Alabama's four, I think they – and they're playing Ohio State. You can't tell me that defense is not going to eat them up yeah. and then their offense is going to do their thing. I just I, – I, I see one good game because Clemson's going to be three. And if LSU or Ohio State are two – that's a great football game, whatever one it's going to be. I don't care who's one, who's two. That's a great game. I think one versus four, though, I'm not so sure that's going to be a good game. Because I I, I don't see Georgia winning the SEC championship right now. I'm not, I, I, it's going to be tough. tough we can matchup. dive into it next week. Yeah, It's a tough matchup the way their offense is rolling. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll dive into it. But if Georgia's not in it, one, I don't think Alabama can compete with LSU. Obviously, LSU dominated that football game. For sure. Alabama came in with the last-second touchdown, and that was with Tua. So now you take yeah. away the star quarterback. Good point. That's a that's a two to three score game right there. And at a neutral site, it's not Alabama. So LSU would dominate Alabama, and I think Ohio State would dominate them as well. Yeah. And then you put Utah in there. I haven't seen enough of film of Utah. They're great defense. They got some skill guys on offense, but they really have not been tested this year to me to say like this is this team is that deserving to get into it based on their body of work. So they're a good football team. If they get in, I don't know yet, but I do know that I believe in my heart of hearts, if Alabama finds a way to sneak in there, 
I think they get just absolutely demolished in that first game. Yeah, the only other good game besides that Georgia Rose Bowl was the first year, the Sugar Bowl, Ohio State upset number one Alabama 42-35. to If Alabama wins this weekend 24-17 to at Auburn, are they going to get into the college football playoff, or do they need style points in a big way this weekend? I think they need huge style points because the committee looks at Alabama, and if I was in that room, I would say, listen, not a good defense. And what do they have? They have a great offense. They got a great quarterback. They got great receivers. And all of a sudden, you don't, you may not have that. We don't know what Mac is going to do on the road, his first true road environment uh, against Auburn, hostile environment, yeah. one of the biggest rivalries in college football. Like I said, great, great defense, probably the best. I mean, the the lanes that he's going to be throwing in are going to be so much smaller than what he's used to seeing right now. He's played against Arkansas. He played against what Western something. I don't even freaking Carolina. know this past weekend. Yeah. The, the speed of the game is tend to be like going from high school football to the NFL. It is a dress, huge, 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 huge difference. So, uh, and that front four too. I mean, that offensive yeah, line going to be on their I, shit I or else he's going to have a long day. I don't see Alabama. I don't see Alabama winning this game and getting enough style points to jump in. I don't think Alabama. Alabama one needs to somehow if they don't make it a huge win. And first off, I think Auburn can actually win this football game. Let's just start there. Two, Alabama, if they don't win it by double digits, they then need, I believe, Oregon to beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship because I would still put Utah in the number four spot above Alabama if Alabama wins a tight one versus Auburn. They They have to show to the committee that even without Tua, we can still score a bunch of points. I, I agree with you. That happening. No, I totally I mean, LSU agree with you. LSU scored 23 points versus Auburn's defense, and that was at LSU. You're telling me a kid that's played two games against subpar talent is going to go on the road versus Auburn at Auburn and put up 30 points? I just don't see that happen. I think this is a close football game, and I don't know what the spread is, but I think Auburn could win this football game. Bama's laying three and a half, and that's going to be our first game that we're going to break down uh, in just a couple of minutes. But a couple of news tidbits that I'm watching right now. Missouri's bowl ban upheld. Kind of shocking, yeah. right? They self-turn. I mean, they, they turn themselves in, and uh, the NCAA took forever for a ruling, so they couldn't have played in the SEC championship if they made it. Now they can't play in a bowl game. I don't even know if they're bowl eligible yet, but a tough look for Barry yeah, Odom and the Missouri Tiger football team. And then how about Justin Shorter, a name that probably a lot of people may or may not know. Penn State wide receiver. He was the number eight overall recruit in the nation in 2018. He's entering the transfer portal. He was a five-star wide receiver. Um, Hello, Georgia. Possibly get on the phone for next year if Jake Fromm does return, which is looking like more and more that will definitely happen as the weeks go by. But a couple of news tidbits I just wanted to get out there. We have such a great week. It's feast week, college football. There's nothing better. There's absolutely nothing better. And if you want to be active with college football, download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PNP for a free $25 to maybe get your mind off of family and food and all that good stuff. Or just add football into family and food. There's nothing better. And they got basketball and they got NBA. They got everything, whatever you need. Prize picks, promo code PMP. Let's talk about these games, Aaron. We'll start with the Iron Bowl. You just mentioned it. Bama's a three and a half point favorite on the road. So Auburn is a home dog catching three and a half points. Mac Jones, by far the biggest game he's ever played in. You know, Derek Brown's going to want to go out. It's senior day. I don't even know if he's a senior. He might be a junior. I think he is a senior, actually. Didn't yeah. he come back for some reason? Yeah, there's wow. a bunch of them that came back for their senior year. He is looking to make a splash in his last game on the Plains. <sighs> I don't know. I, 
Nick Saban coming out this week and saying that Auburn is probably the best team they have played on their schedule is the biggest bunch of bullshit I have ever heard. And I told you two weeks ago when they lost to LSU that he would start politicking and do whatever he can to make sure that the committee and the nation thinks that Alabama deserves to be into the college football playoff and that they are, in fact, one of the top four teams in the nation. So, of course, he's pumping up this game, making it seem like they're going against a bunch of world beaters. I don't think Auburn's really anything that scary, especially with Bo Nix at quarterback. Sure, they're a little bit better at home. Their defense is legit, and you better believe that Kevin Steele is going to dial up some pressures and make Mac Jones make quick decisions. That's the key here, I think. Can they do that? Aaron, you tell me. It sounded like you were a bit hesitant to roll with the tide here in the Iron Bowl. I honestly am. I, I just at playing quarterback and, and, and when I, I just remember playing my first SEC game against a legit defense, it's, it's, it really is eye opening how fast the game all of a sudden changes. So I just, to me, I know Mac is as practice against the starters for Alabama. I know he's been in the system. He's gone through spring ball and fall camp and has kind of seen it, but it's, it's a lot different when you can actually get hit and when interceptions actually mean something. So I think you're going to see, maybe a little bit more of a hesitation from him, not wanting to make that mistake. Mm -hmm. I expect lots of screens, those bubbles, those jet sweeps, quick slants, get the ball of his hand, try to get him eased into this game. Najee Harris is going to have to have a great game running the football. And that's going to be a difficult part. I just don't know if that, that their offensive line who is, is, is pretty good can handle the front four and front seven of Auburn. I right now, the more I think about it, I think Auburn wins this football game. Wow. I really do. I think Auburn wins this football game. I think their defense is going to be, you said, I mean, this is, this makes Auburn season. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that a bunch of seniors came back defensively um, to make this year special. And it just wasn't, I mean, they understand that they had a freshman quarterback in Bo Nix. It was going to be up and down a little rocky, but to them, if you beat Alabama last game of the season and spoil them, you are the reason why that they're not going to make the playoffs that season's made for them. And, and, and that's a good feeling for those Auburn Tigers. So I think they go out there. Um, I'm not going to say dominate because I don't think their offense is good enough to dominate, but this is Alabama defense. That's not very good. So I think Bo Nix can get into some kind of comfort, get the ball moving, moving just enough. Hopefully Booby Whitlow is healthy and, yeah. and gets rolling too. So, yeah, Auburn takes care of business and wins a close one at home. Wow, Aaron likes Auburn outright, obviously taking the three and a half points with the home dog. I'm going to go uh, – I just I, I can't go against Alabama. This is what Alabama does. They're going to win this football game. They're going to be sitting in the number five spot. They're going to be at home on conference championship weekend. Everything's going to fall into their lap. And then somehow, miraculously, Mac Jones will turn into the second coming of Joe Namath, and they'll make a run at the national championship. Like I have no doubt in my mind. That will happen. I do think it'll be a low-scoring game. I do not think they'll be able to get style points. I'm taking Alabama, and I'm laying the three-and-a-half points, Aaron. I just want to ask you before we jump to our next game, what kind of spot could you compare this to for Mac Jones? I mean, what the magnitude of this game and him starting it. Yeah, yes, he started Arkansas. He started against Western Carolina. I mean, who cares? This is the Iron Bowl. Tell me a spot your freshman year, your redshirt freshman year, where you were like, oh, man, this is, this is the real deal. And how do you kind of calm yourself down in that moment? To go out there and execute. Probably, honestly, it's probably the Florida game just because of the emotions of yeah. the game. It's not just any other SEC game. This is your big rival. For sure. I mean, this this means a lot to both fan bases. And, and, and for them, 
for the entire state. You know, there are no pro teams there. I mean, everyone has kind of been waiting for this game each and every year um, for just bragging rights for 364 days. So, yeah, this is a different beast, but it's also a different beast for Bo Nix. I mean, we knew he grew yeah. up an Auburn fan. He has dreamed about playing in this game, so I guarantee you there's some nerves running through him as well. I mean, he's played in some big games. He's played against LSU. He's played against Florida. He's played against Georgia. He played against Oregon the first game of the season. He's been in these big environments and big games, but for him, I guarantee you this is his biggest one for him, emotion-wise and being able to just calm the soul a little bit. Um, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, once you get hit a couple times, you kind of ease into it and you should be fine. Absolutely. All right, well, it's number 5 Alabama at number 16 Auburn. That game's 3.30 p.m. SEC on CBS Saturday afternoon. I want to head out west for one game, and then we're going to head to the Midwest. But touch on these two quickly, Aaron. Oregon, I mean, no, I want the um, Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, Bedlam, because this one's going to have college football playoff ramifications. Oklahoma's ranked number seven going on the road to take on number 21, Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma loses this game. I I really do. You cannot trust this defense with any lead. We said it last week. TCU almost beat them. They'll get out to a big lead. I think Chuba Hubbard and this Oklahoma State offense could churn clock and slow play this game and really put... Oklahoma in a tough spot. Give me the pokes here. I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm pulling up the line right now. I had the wrong line written down. That's on me. But I think this 13 is a spot. And a half. 13 and a half. Is that what you see? So I'm Oklahoma taking, State I'm taking is, Oklahoma State with that number two. I think I'm with you. Hubbard's going to slow this game down. You yep. saw what really hurt Oklahoma this year in that loss to Kansas State was the fact that Kansas State was able to run the football and just chew up the clock, chew up the clock, chew up the clock. Uh, and, and, and just keep Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts off the football field. That's going to be the key. You're at home. Jalen has been turning the ball over a little bit more than what we've kind of saw at the beginning of the season. I'm just pulling up the yeah. Kansas State game. I want to see. I know the time of possession was crazy. In yeah, that they game, totally I just ate yeah, up the clock. 30, 38 minutes of time of possession to 21 to 22 minutes. 38 minutes. It's like playing a triple option team going back to that Kansas State versus Oklahoma game. That's that is the recipe, and I think that's yeah. what Oklahoma State's going to have to do. They're going to have to run the football, dominate line of scrimmage. Don't try to hurry things up. Just eat clock, first down to first down to first down, and try to see if you can frustrate Oklahoma and see if Jalen Hurts can make a couple mistakes. So um, Oklahoma is going to lose one of these next two games. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going to be in consideration for it. They're going to lose either this week or they're going to lose to Baylor in two weeks. So it doesn't. Shoot, they may lose both games, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, Baylor, Baylor, I think, is a better football team. I think Baylor should win and will win that game in two weeks. Uh, and there's definitely a good chance that Oklahoma State take care of business at home this weekend. All right, we're on so the give same me the, give page me the points there. Too. Yeah, we're both taking the points. Oklahoma State plus 13 and a half. Really a good game, I think, to check in on. And like you said, Oklahoma could be in trouble there. Other game of the weekend, really, biggest rivalry in college football, this or the Iron Bowl, number 10, Michigan hosting number two, Ohio State. And Aaron, I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but Michigan, do they have a chance to win this game? Does Jim Harbaugh have a chance to get this monkey off his back? If Shea Patterson holds on to the football, can they somehow upset Ohio State at home in the big house to finally get that win in this rivalry? No, they're not going to win this football <laughs> game. I think I think Ohio State just absolutely... I think they win by double digits. I don't know what line you it's have. It's nine and a half. Ohio State is, yeah, okay, yep. I'm taking I'm taking Ohio State with the points here. I think 
Ohio State should have beat Penn State by about 40 points last week. Those those turnovers, I mean, they are they are a part of the football game, but Penn State does not did not deserve to be in that game at all with Ohio State. I think Michigan is a it may be a little bit better than Penn State right now, but still Ohio State, even though Michigan's playing better, Shea Patterson past five games, 12 touchdowns, one pick, he's taking care of the football. Um, yeah, they're just bigger, better, stronger, yeah. faster. I mean, it's like it's like varsity versus JV. Ohio State wins in fashion it's another great win i think then after this one versus michigan if obviously like drew said we're taping this tuesday before the playoff committee if ohio state isn't one they will be one after a big win versus michigan next week wow all right so the stage is set for ohio state to make that push to the number one spot before conference championship weekend i'm on the same page with you no i I think ohio state's gonna win this game michigan does not know how to beat ohio state this is so deep in harbaugh's head Ohio State has so much real estate in his head. He doesn't know what to do. He has no idea what to do. I can't wait to see what Shea Patterson shows up because this has the makings of Chase Young getting after his ass, Shea Patterson turning the ball over two, three times, and it's another blowout, absolute blowout. I mean, remember a year ago, Michigan was in the top four. Ohio State was not going to the playoff, and Ohio State beat their ass. I just think – Ohio State, I don't care where this game is played. I don't care how hot Michigan has been the past couple of weeks. I don't care how badly they beat Notre Dame. Ohio State's winning this game. They're covering the spread. Lay the 8.5, lay the 9.5. Justin Fields, Chase Young, J.K. Dobbins, and Ryan Day are going to have a field day. And they do have an opportunity to jump into that number one spot before conference championship weekend. Another Big Ten game, which is going to set up the West opponent, for Ohio State to face off in the Big Ten Championship game. Number 13, Wisconsin, is heading up to Minneapolis to take on the number nine-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota, a home dog, catching two and a half. College game day will be there. A great scene for P.J. Fleck and the row the boaters. I'm in the boat. I've been in the boat. Let's row that boat. I think they win here. I think Minnesota gets the win. I don't care about the weather. I know it's supposed to be. How do you not care about the weather? I know it's supposed to snow. That's a huge deal, man. I think Minnesota's going to win this game. I, if the weather was good, I, 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 can I just somehow make two bets here and just say, wait till Saturday, see what the weather looks like. If it's snowing and not great weather, I'm thinking Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's defense in the run game with Jonathan Taylor wins the game. I know Smith, the running back minnesota is pretty darn good over a thousand yards eight touchdowns they have the biggest offense line in the country at minnesota but this is still this is an elite defense for wisconsin you got the best running back in the country and Don Taylor. this is what big 10 football is this is why you build your team like this for games late in the season when it's cold when it's nasty weather when it's snowing when it's tough to throw the football i i just think if it's snowing tanner morgan may not have the magic that he's had all season long yeah. uh but if it is good weather Johnson and Bateman will will they'll they'll, they'll make some plays. So uh, that's what I'm saying. It's it's for me. It's a, uh, it's all depending on weather. So if you're a better, wait till wait wait till Saturday morning to see if it's snowing or not. Wait till Saturday morning to see if it's snowing or not. And the forecast is not good. I haven't gotten the Aaron Murray lock of the week yet. You did unfortunately lose on your three game streak a week ago. Are you ago. taking it for? Are you taking it? I think since it's Thanksgiving week and it's feast week, you and I can both bring one to the public this week. I was going to say though, this right. over under is forty seven. My lock of the week. Under 47 in this Ooh, game. Under 47. Wisconsin, Minnesota, terrible What's weather. What's the Alabama-Auburn over-under? Alabama-Auburn total is 50. DB's pick under. of the week. You want the under you in that? Al- 
probably want the under for your lock of the week for the lock of the week wow all right okay well i am writing that down under 50 and db is under 47 so a couple of under guys i like that and you you know what I i should probably pick clemson covering the spread over south carolina what is it 25 right they are going to throttle South Carolina. Yeah, they are. It should be pretty disgusting. Flip a coin. Tell me yeah. your pick. Minnesota or Wisconsin? Wisconsin's laying two and a half points. I told you. Wait till Saturday. Okay, we're going to wait till Saturday. I'm going to text you because I need pick. to do my picks yeah. on Instagram. So you need yes. to text me and tell me I your Minnesota you. pick. I will be on a plane ride back from Colorado, but I will text you. Awesome. And then we're going to finish it up with clean old-fashioned hate. Number four, Georgia's heading to the flats to take on Georgia Tech. Huge favorite, 28 and a half points. I guess the question is, can Georgia score 29 points? Who knows? But the struggling offense, the struggling offense has a great chance to kind of find some confidence before the SEC championship game. I mean, let's be honest. There's no chance Georgia Tech wins this game. No chance. I'm putting that out there right now. I mean, send this to wherever you want if Tech wins this football game. But there is simply no chance that Georgia Tech can beat Georgia, the talent disparity, the depth disparity on the roster, and the schematic disparity spells a Georgia ass-kicking. Unfortunately for me, Kirby Smart and Jeff Collins go back to their Alabama days. I think they have mutual respect for each other. That sucks because I would love to see Georgia beat Georgia Tech 85 to nothing. Nothing would make me happier. But I just want to see Jake Fromm in this offense find some sort of synergy Throw the ball around a little bit, Aaron. Go 14 of 17 with three touchdowns and let Swift and Harry and get a couple on the ground and then sit in the fourth quarter and look towards the SEC championship game. I'm laying the 28 and a half points here. I think Georgia rolls. I think this line goes up and up, and I think they have a great chance to have a complete game, a complete game on all three sides of the ball, offense, defense, and special teams. I can't stand Georgia Tech. Look, I'm from Atlanta. This is the biggest rivalry to me. And I tweeted out earlier today, Aaron. Literally, I thought about it. What was my favorite game at Georgia while I was there? What was my favorite game? And I came to the conclusion. 2009, at Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech was ranked number seven in the nation. They had a ton of NFL talent. They were 10-1 and one at the time. Georgia, not that good. We were 6-5 and five at the time at Tuth. Uh, go at it in 2009, and we beat them 30-24. to 24. We upset them on the flats. The best part about the game, we never punted. It's my favorite game that I ever played for in Georgia. I was just the holder, and man, is it sweet to beat Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Nothing better on Thanksgiving weekend. I am now off my soapbox. Georgia covers this game. I feel good about yeah. Jake Fromm getting better. We mentioned it on Monday's podcast. Some of his best games at Georgia – have been in the SEC championship game against Auburn, yep. against Alabama. Hopefully he can continue it against his third different opponent, well, they need, LSU, in a they, couple they weeks. They need to get some momentum. They need to get some momentum this weekend. I would love to see, like you said, them continue to, to, to work on some chemistry and just get, gain some confidence. I think right now you look at a group of guys on offense that just have no confidence from the run game. Obviously the pass game has shown no confidence, maybe a couple sprinkles of games here or there. So this is their opportunity to kind of, See what they got. Fine tune some things before LSU because they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to score some points, obviously, in that game in Atlanta um, here in, a, in about a week and a half. So, yeah, Georgia wins. The defense dominates. Georgia Tech is just not ready just yet. They need about two or three more years to get the recruiting going, get some offense linemen, get a quarterback. 
I mean, I would look at the Georgia Tech team total for real. I mean, if it's seven and a half or six and a half points, you might go under. They might not score. Their only chance to possibly score could be if Georgia puts their fourth stringers in on kickoff return because they're going to be kicking off a ton on Saturday. Yep. going to be a great day to be a Georgia Bulldog. And I love when you see Bobby Dodd Stadium painted red and black on Thanksgiving weekend. It's always Beautiful. fun. All right. Well, hey, that's it. What a great Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. And again, if you want a great Thanksgiving, a profitable Thanksgiving, download the Prize Picks app. Go to myprizepicks.com. Use the promo code PNP. All you have to do is pick two players. Two players in any sport. They've got NBA. They've got NCAA basketball. They've got NCAA football. They've got hockey. They've got it all. Pick two players. Guess that they're going to go over or under their fantasy point projections and cash in. Download the app. Go to myprizepicks.com if you want to go that route. Use the promo code PMP. They'll give you a free $25 on the house. Matt Ryan projected 19.8 fantasy points Thursday night. Drew Brees, 21.2. I think the Saints get some revenge. I think it's a lower scoring game. Second game in division. I'll go under Matt Ryan. I like over Calvin Ridley, 13.7 points. And then Drew Brees probably going to have a good day as well. Over 21.2 for Drew Brees. Three pick, flex play that. Tweet me your picks at Drew Butler. Aaron, you're the man. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Safe travels out west. Follow Aaron on Twitter and Instagram at Aaron Murray 11 And follow us at Punt and Pass. Shout out to Prize Picks at Prize Picks. We will talk to you on Monday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. See you.